Jingle Bells, Batman Smells, our comics suck. Welcome to this episode of Worst Collection Ever, the show where we tell you about the worst comic book collection in existence that just happens to belong to us. I'm Jen. And I'm Sean. And obviously this is our holiday episode, another one. Yeah, we're headed into uh, Christmas proper. Yes. After a few days after you hear this, so that'll be, uh, be a good time. Yeah. Jen's improv and songs. Yep, singing songs for you. I wasn't ready for that. No one was ready for that. <laughs> Everybody just turned off this podcast. If you look at those analytics that they just put out on Apple, it's going to show like oh, I can't all, even tell. Like, all t- listeners shut down. Something ha- I got to figure out. Because right for after some reason, I started singing. For some reason, my analytics the, for this show in particular aren't on under my thing, and I think it's under the Sideshow thing, so now I'm going to have to talk to Apple, and that just stresses me out. Sorry, babe. I think they just started it, so there's not a lot of uh, data yet. If you have an Apple ID, you, can, you should be able to log into Apple podcast connect if you have like safari or whatever and you should be able to like see how not only like your downloads and how often people listen stuff like that but like how long people listen and Mm -hmm. like how long they stop i guess there's a lot it's there's a lot of detailed information in there that's coming up and uh it's actually very interesting to a lot of people that are you know in the podcast industry because of the advertising ramifications and this that and everything I mean, I feel like right now the data is pretty inconclusive because it's, it's going to be like that for a while. Oh, sure. Until they get enough of it. Until people get enough of it and see how it goes. And I mean, now it's kind of like, well, do we trust Apple, you know, for that information? I mean, I guess you do. They are our corporate overlords. Uh, I don't know. I have my opinions about Apple podcasts. I mean, because you're supposed to push it and mm-hmm. people are supposed to embrace it. Mm-hmm. You know, as they should, but not everybody wants to do that. And also, too, that new Apple, I mean, you, as you've talked about on the show. Yeah, that it app sucks. It, it's, I mean, there's some good things about it, but there's some bad things about it, too. And some I really horrible design issues. Out there's there. some design issues. I feel like every time they update it, it gets worse. And I'm like, but I used to be able to just like literally just play them all through. Now, apparently, I have to create a playlist if I want to do that. I don't want to create a playlist. I just want to download my podcasts. And just let it go. That's kind of a pain in the ass, especially if you're driving a long distance or something. You have to. Well, like, that's what I've noticed. Because like, okay, here's the thing. It, it just stops. It just it's exactly. It just stops. Usually, it's like, okay, I play one podcast, and it's like, okay, well, I'm gonna listen to the next one, but it doesn't play. It doesn't play. No. And I'm like, well, that I don't fucking. I need to. You be have able to... to create a playlist for it to do that. Oh, so that's how it goes. That's how it goes. Yeah, that's what they were saying. I was reading something about it, mm. where the only way to fix that is to create a playlist. But that really sucks if it's like. You'd have to do that, like, if your commute's long and you listen to, like, one and a half podcasts a day on your commute, you'd have to set it up every single day. How many fucking playlists, I mean, this is, this is, okay, I have, a, this, these are the things, particularly for podcasting, who the fuck does playlists? Nobody. Nobody. I think that's, a, I mean, you do playlists for songs of because course. songs are, like, but you Because know, it makes sense because you can be like, this is my gym playlist. I listen to it when I go to the gym. Yeah. This is my meditation playlist, whatever. I listen to it when this. Podcasts are a one and done thing. <laughs> yeah. Why would you set up a playlist to play a whole bunch of podcasts if you're going to have to do it literally once a week? Either Once a day. It's either like this. It's either like you're listening. Because I, mean, I understand that there's like a, the idea is that people are listening to a bunch of different podcasts. Yes. So I'm listening to, say, you're listening to Worst Collection Ever, and you listen to We Hate Movies. You're listening to Stone Cold Steve Austin. You'll listen to the thing, and you want to listen to all those shows. I could say they all come out on a day 
or you know, in a, in a way that you can line them up and just listen to them. And so ideally, you would make a playlist and just get in your car and just play each one of those shows one after another for that day. But then you'd have to do it every day. <laughs> well, for a lot of people, or I every think. every week. Right. And for a lot, but I think for a lot of people, you know, you just listen to, you might just want to catch up on a show. Yeah. I think a lot of way people do is that they might want to catch, you know, they're, they're out doing their thing and they want to listen to a bunch of worst collection ever say if they haven't caught up on it mm-hmm. you know i feel like that's the way a lot of people approach it. it's like they haven't caught up on worst collection ever in a few weeks so they have three episodes they have to catch up on well you ideally wouldn't want to just listen to one right after another if you're driving sure. for three hours or two hours yeah. or whatever and you want to just catch up on that and i that's crazy that they've taken away that ability yeah i'm not a fan of it because like for me personally so tuesday is like a big heavy it's a heavy podcast day i think that's just for everybody so like tuesdays we hate movies comes out Mm -hmm. okay so i always listen to we hate movies when it comes out on tuesday well then the other thing that comes out for me is the print run podcast right that that drops on tuesdays usually so I, i want that also i listen to dan savage that comes out on tuesdays so, and if I wanted to listen to the Dear Prudence podcast, that comes out on a Tuesday. So ideally, I would download all of those and just hit play. And then when We Hate Movies is over, it'll just play whatever's next. That's what it used to do. In a chronological order. In, yeah, in, yeah, in alphabetical order or whatever. Uh, that's what it used to do. It doesn't do that anymore. So See, now I have to be like, okay, so if I'm in the middle of doing something and We Hate Movies is over, I have to now stop and go and find the next podcast and hit play instead of it just having it go like it used to. Yeah. And I would literally have to create a playlist every Tuesday yeah. before I leave for work to have it do that. Well, I think but this might be also Apple's way of doing it where – because I've had this problem with the old app mm-hmm. where – I'm listening to a show and I have it and it's it's a part of like my most recent shows. So mm-hmm. if I have, say, we have movies, Clars, Raven Effect or whatever. But maybe I'm not – maybe I haven't downloaded it because for space issues, I might only just download a few but I might not download everything. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it will jump to the next podcast and start just start playing it mm-hmm. without me downloading it. I don't like that. Yeah, because- that was because you were on the weird one. You had to be on – I forget which one it is. You can't be on like – most recent or unplayed or something because then it'll just do it and it'll stream it you yeah. just have to be on the ones that you actually have okay, well, see, i was doing it wrong yeah you had to be on like the right screen because yeah, it, yeah it, it was a weird but then thing. i think that but, I, but now that they've kind of changed it yeah it sounds like it doesn't really it doesn't really do much doesn't really solve much of anything so no i mean i'm sure there's a way you can do it but as far as i have found out, it literally just stops now which is kind of annoying because i would play my podcast and i would just go through you know, I'd hit my We Hate Movies and I'd walk back to work. You know, I'd walk to Starbucks in the morning. I'd come back, yeah. listen to it in the morning, and then maybe finish it up on the way to the gym. Because, you know, obviously I can't listen to it all day. Uh-huh. And then I'd start Print Run, listen to it at the gym, put it in in the car, and then I'd come home. But if Print Run stops when I'm driving, that's it. I can't do anything about it. Yeah, that's the problem. Is like it's I'm really all, I'm all usually annoying. listening to shows when I'm driving. Yeah. I, I don't, you know, yeah. either that or from, you know, because I'm at home, I'm not using my iPhone, I'm using my laptop. Right. And I'm listening to podcasts off of there. Right. I feel like with the Apple podcast stuff, like, they, they bust out this technology, and a lot of people don't like it. Mm-hmm. What it is is that Apple wants to push certain things. Mm-hmm. They want to push certain agendas. They want to push certain 
just ways that they want you to listen to podcasts and yeah. want you to treat podcasts. Yeah. And it's the same way that's the way they promote podcasts, you know, because they have like their ideas of like, okay, well, this is how we're going to, this is what we're going to push based on, you know, these tenants that are good to Apple and whatever. Mm-hmm. So they're going to do that. And that's why, you know, maybe those people or maybe the people that run these, you know, run the editorials and all that stuff feel that it just makes sense to, to fuck with that shit mm-hmm. and make it and make it the way that it, they see it. Not everybody agrees with that. But a lot of people, I mean, they have iPhones, people that want to get into podcasts. Hey, how do I listen to a podcast? Oh, there's a podcast app. Great. Oh, this, I guess I don't know how to use this. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess I'm going to have to learn or I'm just not going to listen to a podcast. Mm-hmm. So, and that, that, and that's a dangerous way to, I think that's a really, uh, not dangerous, but just, you know, it's a really careless way of managing. Well, it's, it's basically telling people who use your product that the way you use it is wrong. Yeah. That the way they want you to use it is correct or is preferable to the way that you are actually using it. And I think that's short-sighted. Right. On their behalf. Or on their part, because they just start, they're not paying attention to how people actually use their product. They're paying attention to some idealized world where they get to control that. Yeah, well, that's, but that's yeah, yeah. not how it works. They're not paying attention to the way that people actually want to consume podcasts, but yes. more or less like how they, how they, how they, to. how they would see it. Like, for instance, like we always push rate and review on the podcasts, of course, on, on, on Apple Podcasts. As you should, because that's a lot, a lot of people use. Well, it you, gives I, you more visibility. It's more visibility. I mean, however, though, let's just be on, you know, to be on, actually, a lot of places say this, and I think, well, maybe we should start saying this more often, but, you know, we're just kind of replacing it. It's like wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. Because there was like that one promo, I think it was uh, Guy Branham and uh, Pop Rocket. Did you hear that? Mm-hmm. Where he's like, hey, download our show wherever you get your podcasts. I'm not going to judge. Yeah. You know, but that's the thing, because not everybody, you know, people listen to Apple, people, sure. and you should rate it there or, you know, and that's where it's easier to see your ratings, yes. I think. But a lot of people use Stitcher. A lot of people use oh, Overcast. Also, yeah, there's all uh, sorts of apps you know, out there's, there. There's a lot of apps, a lot of different ways that people use it, especially for Android users and stuff. I know this isn't exactly comic book related. However, I kind of kind of just had to get a, talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, for a second here, because mm-hmm. we just started talking about it. So, you know, and this is this is all I want to talk about. Sean loves the podcast. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. I go, we had our work party the other day, and I just felt we like... We were on a boat. We, we were on a boat. Yeah, we had I a boat search. Well, boat, boat I adventure. saw a seal. That was exciting. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was the highlight of my evening. I saw a seal. Yeah. yeah uh, we so were on a boat. <laughs> it, uh, the sea defeated my hair. It sure did. That was fucking You impressive. lost that battle. I sure did. And I, you know, I had forgotten about it because I, I, when I was in Boston, I lived with the triangle of hair (laughs) because humidity is my enemy. Uh, And then I went on the boat and I was like, oh, that's right. I remember what it's like to look like this all the time. Uh, But it was good. It was, it was fun. I wore a sparkly skirt. You did. Uh, and, and Sean talked about podcasting. Well, we it's a podcast company. It was a podcast company. I mean, company. what else are we going to talk about with people also, there? Also, boat, open bar. Yeah. It was fun. There was an open bar. That was great. The, the open bar, yeah. I don't drink very often. No, you drink old man drinks when you drink, though. I drink uh, – I've been I've, – I've kind of gotten into the groove of drinking old old uh, fashions. Yeah. I think they're great. It's like a citrusy whiskey yeah. kind of deal. I feel like I'm a man. I'm like a man. Yeah, grizzled old man. Well, man. Yep. Telling you, my my great uncle, every day at like four thirty, yes, yes, he would drink a Manhattan, and it is very difficult to find if you're in just a regular old chain restaurant with an old man to get a bartender working an afternoon shift to even know what a Manhattan is. 
Yeah, you're not going to get to Manhattan at a Friday's. Uh, or you no. might, you probably could. Well, I don't know. We we went to somewhere, which I don't even know if it still exists. Because to my recollection, it burned down, but I think they rebuilt it. It's called uh, the Trail Dust Steakhouse in Colorado. Uh-huh. Uh, and I made the mistake of telling my uncle, who has since passed on, that if you go there and you wear a tie. Oh, they cut it off. They cut it off. They don't do it because it's supposed to be a steakhouse and, you know, we don't do ties around these parts, blah, 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 blah. There's also a slide. Slide's a lot of fun. I think it's because it burned down. I don't think I took you there. I don't think it exists anymore. Anyway, so this is the old steakhouse and there were so many ties on the wall. Guess what? It fucking burned down. Shock. Because then they they cut it off and they pin it to the wall. So when he came to visit us in Colorado from Boston, Mm -hmm. he was insistent that we take him to this place where he could get a steak and he wanted to wear a tie because he wanted them to cut it off. So he brought a tie that he didn't care about, Uncle Lou. Mm -hmm. Uh, He brought a tie he didn't care about and he was so excited and he wore it. We went to the Trail Dust Steakhouse and they rang the cowbell and they came and they cut it off and he was happy as a clam. But then he wanted a Manhattan and the bartenders had no fucking clue what he was talking about. So he tried to tell them how to make it and he got something close, but it wasn't. So then he had to go back because we always had to go to the liquor store and buy the specific stuff and he would make it himself. But he had to have his Manhattan because he was an old man. Yeah. So that's a random story for all y'all. Oh, it's a good drinking story. Good good drinking story. Good story about Uncle Lou getting his tie cut off. He really was happy about that. Uh, my mother, however, pissed that I mentioned going to this restaurant. And I was just making conversation. But you know how my mom is. She gets mad at everything. So <laughs> shock that my mom was angry. Jed Stansfield, uh, not wrong. No, right? I know. I'm, I'm right. Uh, so, yeah. But he was happy. Sometimes you got to be up for those experiences, you know? Yeah. You just want to check it out. So. Yeah. Real quick, too, I also want to just give an update about some transactions I did the other day for comic books. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, we did a good purge yes, of all of our books. Oh, man. We got rid of, what, like almost like three short boxes? Two and a half, maybe? Uh, I'd say at least around two and a half, two and a half, maybe three short boxes. I mean, not we didn't take the actual boxes, but we put them in some bags. Took yeah. Them. Definitely at least two. Yeah. And just a lot of just random stuff, stuff we've done on the show that we don't care about. Mm-hmm. You know, just random stuff that we've been hanging out. Like, for instance, like this book we're doing this week, this is going out. Oh, it has to go out. This I, is garbage. This has only been around because for this particular reason, but it is yeah. not staying. No. Um, but we got rid and of- we're not getting garbage for this either. We're not getting anything. For oh, this. I am not getting we anything. We are better throwing this in the street. I might. And letting someone run it over at their car. Ooh, that'd be fun. Yeah. Anyway, continue. <laughs> leave it to the park a lot. Just, yeah, just leave, leave it. At a, just leave it at a park. Leave it at a Starbucks. Ooh, mm-hmm. leave it at a Starbucks. Or maybe we can leave it at like I gotta find somewhere where there's like a bunch of magazines. Just leave this there. Yeah, like a doctor's, doctor's office. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Find a pediatrician's office. Let's leave it there. I'll just leave it at any doctor's office. I'll just stick it underneath like the you know like your health today or whatever. Yeah. You know, and I'll just stick it underneath and somebody will, I'll stick it in there and somebody will open it up and be like, Santa the Barbarian. Huh? This is not good. And and the, and I'm, I'm going to get somebody in trouble, though. You know what? They'll be right when they say this is not good. They'll be 100% correct. What if, yeah, what if I trigger something terrible? You know what? I'm not going to do that. That's bad. what I'm saying. You, like, leave it on a bus or something. Yeah. Like, a train. This is, this is a bus book. Um, yeah. But that, that being said, uh, we will, you know, I, we unloaded a bunch of comics. I went to uh, Pulp Fiction in Culver City. Great store. And look, they don't pay us to say any stuff. I just we just like these stores. Yeah, no. I don't care. I mean, look, you know, I mean, we're we're fans of stores. We go, we'll talk about you, you know, whatever. Because that's what we do. We're comic book people, you know, mm-hmm. we go and check out stores and we have opinions. You know, if you listen to us and you have 
dissenting opinions, you want to share them with us, great. You know, if you want to concur with us, great. We'd love to hear from you. Nonetheless, we went. I went to Culver City and uh, Pulp Fiction and uh, sold all the comics or just, you know, had them go through it. And I'm sitting there, so I'm just assuming they're just going to go through these books and be like, ah, oh, can I make you? They'll just like, okay, we'll go through this and make you an offer. And I'm like, okay, we'll just... You know, whatever, offer me whatever. I assume, I assume you're going to offer me ten dollars. Yeah, yeah, because what the fuck? You we know, know what, the, what we. I have already in know the what's box. in. I know what's in there. There's nothing good in here. They're sitting there and they're going through the books and the girl, like dutifully going through them, dutifully going through them, looking them up, and like she was like doing her job, <laughs> which I appreciate. Yes, we all do. I appreciate a comic book store that does their thing. Yeah. You know, that's just like, hey, why don't you give me a sandwich, you know, or I'll give you a sandwich, you know, or I'll give you this. Uh, would I take a sandwich? No, I wouldn't take a sandwich I from mean, a comic book store. Well, I don't know. I mean, what if it's like, maybe they have really good sandwiches there. Well, maybe if I got What if there- it's like a really, like a deli slash comic book store and they make like Ooh. the best sandwiches? They're like, we'll give you this pastrami. When are we making that? When are we doing that store? Yeah. Pastrami on rye for- I can go for a good Reuben. Yeah. You want to give me a good Reuben? Yeah. Comic okay. books, traded them in, got more than we expected. And I got, got $40, $40. For our shit. For our shit, which I... Surprising. Yeah, I was very surprised. Well, you know what it was, is that there was a handful of books in there that... Because she gave me like a dollar a book, yeah. which, fuck yeah, that's pretty Sweet. good. Yeah, it's awesome. Definitely don't deserve a dollar a book, but thank you. Maybe you just like the quality. I well, know. I mean, that's true. We, it's not like we try not to buy the really. I mean, I've got a couple that are really beat up, but we yeah. try not to buy them. Oh, no. We, we try to buy stuff that at least looks halfway decent. There was a few that we had. There was some. Uh, I'm trying to think. Oh, so I'm now blanking on something. There were bit. coming to the, some of the Batman RIPs that were a little bit. Yeah, more. there was some Batman. I think it was uh, the boss, Batman, the one Batman spawn we had, oh, okay. which I think was a duplicate. Yes, it was. So that got some cash. Yeah. But the the ones that we that stood out that actually I took back because apparently we might be might be worth something is uh the first I think it's like the first like two two or three. Two or three issues of the series called Deadly Class. Mm-hmm. Which is uh I think it's an image book. Yeah, I bought those down in Shit, Laguna Hills? Oh, yeah, at uh, Nuclear. I bought those down there. Yeah. Uh, because it was like, oh, because we had to, like, get a certain number. I can't remember. I was trying to get a number. Yeah, they had a sweet sale going. Yeah, and so I bought those because they looked cool. And actually, they were. I did enjoy them. I didn't read. I never read them. But... Uh, I did. I, but I only bought the first, I think, two because that's all that was there. But they actually were pretty good. And I guess it's going to be made into a series, a TV series or a movie or something. It's supposed to be made into a TV series. And the girl told me, says, look, you know, I can, gi- I can give you a couple bucks for these, but you might want to hold on to this because once you start seeing, like, advertisements for the show and all that stuff, that's when you might want to sell these online and try to get some more cash for Yeah. Right? Which so, is cool. Um, and which just, was very nice of her. Yeah, if you don't do. know what the series is about, so it's about a bunch of kids who are basically going to a a school for assassins. So it's like Hogwarts, but for assassins. Ooh. Uh, and that's and it's for kids all over the world and all this sort of stuff. And uh, so that's what it's about. So yeah, I'm gonna hold on to those. And apparently, apparently we were sitting on those. We we're sitting yeah. on some good stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, here's the thing: we do have some relatively decent books. We do that. I think need to be graded, officially well, graded. Well, you've to, got some older ones from, well, from your dad. From my dad, like I have the first appearance of the Inhumans. I have a uh, first, uh, I have a, uh, the Amazing Spider-Man twenty-eight, which is like the first Molten Man. Sure. You know, I've got some really cla- some some classic books from like the Silver Age, but they're just like in regular things. They're yeah. not. Well, being... you need to send them to the 
what what is it C C G C G yeah that's it C G C what I might do is because I was like C C B G B's no yeah that's no no there's this actually this group this because I was talking to this dude and I need this it's on Google Google Plus yeah which I'm like oh really but I'll have to find these guys oh it's like comic book comic book speculation and investigating. So I could might be able to talk to these guys about. Yeah. Um, but I definitely I think you should take yeah. the time, and and I know it costs money, but I think maybe you should spend. The well, money. no, because just for those in particular, and just, maybe yeah, we're not doing all of them. Just for the ones. Oh, the, definitely not doing all of them. No, because yeah. they're gonna be like, excuse me, can you? Why can, did can you bother you, trying to grade? Can you grade this, this uh, terror ink for yeah. me? <laughs> yeah, it's a one point. Fuck you. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> they just send it back with like a like on fire. <laughs> 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 you open it up in the way Excuse me, is this Sean Merrick's here? I got a flaming package for you. I've so. got some fire for you. I got some fire for you. Would you like to. Do you want me to leave it outside? Yeah, just leave it outside. Yeah, yeah just leave it out there, will you? Yeah, just leave it out. I'll get it later. Yeah. So, yeah, so you ended up getting uh, an so Avengers trade? I got a Avengers uh, West Coast uh, Along Came a Spider, which is, uh, it's like Avengers West Coast's. Like a bunch of issues that I yeah. didn't. Well, I've been holding off on buying individual issues because I knew it was a trade and I wanted the trade. Yeah. And the trade is like 30 bucks or something. Well, it's, they it's, also do like a pretty good deal where you well, get like a percentage good, that, off. Right. It. That's the great thing about the store is, uh, it, because they have a location in Culver and a location in Long Beach and they do like 45% off all the time. Or 40% off. 40% off. It's something that's a really good job. Yeah. And it's depending on the brand. So it's like Marvel and DC are 40 image or not image like a smaller brands might be thir- smaller image is the image 30. is the lowest one but then like i think vertigo is a little bit less little yeah it might be th- like a 30. 20 yeah. there there's signs all over the store you can't miss it yeah it's a really but yeah it's it's a you know it was cool so i bought picked that up i got a discount on that and then i bought uh the ran thanagar war not the holy war because we have all those yeah. but the ran thanagar war which you know i kind of kind of got into by reading the holy war stuff yeah the holy war stuff i did like yeah and i kind of we picked all those up individually but they had this one and i've they have a like a trading post where you can they're already discounted books but Mm -hmm. like you know i can't pass up a thing that's like five bucks you know that i do love that about them because you know they they take used stuff back so they also take used books yeah that's the thing it's they they take not just you know, single issues, they take trades and stuff. So because there's, you know, Marvel, they've got a Marvel here, they've got DC to here, obviously the actual people who work for these places, a lot of times they'll get books yeah, like oh, at yeah. work because they have to read them or review them or, you know, whatever. And then they might read them once and then they sell them back. They sell them to the Oh, stores. yeah. Well, that's like, that's so like. So you get shit that's in decent condition. Yeah. Usually, usually the stuff, it's like, it's like gently used, but I'm perfectly fine with it. Mm-hmm. I even sold it. I even sold them. They didn't give me anything for it, but I even gave it. I just said I had, we had that coloring book. Which color? It was a Marvel like kids coloring book before we got like the cool coloring books. Oh, but I was... bought like a Marvel coloring book from like a fucking Michaels. Oh, like okay. a long time ago. Yeah, because I was yeah. just like I want to. Co- I want to do some coloring. Oh, were you just like here take it? But I was like I think I colored like one thing in there, and I was like you know you could take this. Well, they could even like because they've got a little kids section too. Yeah. So I would just could, give it to kid. I don't well, care. Well, that's what I mean. Like, they've got kids who come in there. They could, like, rip all those things out and be like, here, sit at this table and color. Like, have fun. Yeah. For here, just take this thing. Look at this. Because right? it's, it's a big book. Like, there's probably, like, maybe a color, like, one Iron Man. Yeah. But I got, like, my Marvel ones, which I need to get back into doing that. 
the adult coloring the adult coloring which are the there's some really cool ones they have a really they have a new one that's like a jla one that i I liked that i might have to uh, yeah i've got a i've got the wonder woman one i have the batman hush volume one volume two was supposed to come out i've never seen it yeah and every time i look it up i can't find it but i was like oh shit i could it's literally hush just in black and white and you just color the whole thing yeah I got they've got like supergirl harley quinn they've got, got mad Arrow, Love. they got the flash they've got know. the flash they've got they got um, wonder woman you had the wonder woman one too i do have the wonder woman yeah yeah uh yeah it, it's cool it's just you know you sit there and you just color and sometimes with the wonder woman one it's like just a bunch of different poses but then they're also be like uh covers well that's the one i want that's what i want them to do is just release covers i just want covers of just comic book covers i just want you to do i want marvel to do it because they have one where i got a doctor strange one and the doctor strange one has you know a lot just a lot of poses and stuff like that but it has a lot of you know some has some defenders covers in there and it's like fuck yeah yo just give me like 150 pages of defenders covers and i'll color them all i would be elated and i color them how they're supposed to be you do you actually look them up i don't because i want to look i want to be proud i don't want to make dr strange purple why not because he's not (laughs) you're a purist i am yeah purist i like doing that but then i didn't use the same colors all the time and my sticks get small you mean your pencils pencils my color sticks color sticks yes well let's take our break and we'll come back and we'll talk about our book for the week you like cheap comic books right well i'm professor allen and i talk about cheap comic books on the Quarterbin podcast and every episode i'll dissect a single comic from my collection as long as i paid no more than 25 cents for the issue forget about four dollar new comics that you can read in four minutes or crossover events that can cost a hundred bucks to collect. Join me in the quarter bin, where even bad comics are a bargain, and good ones are a steal. The Quarter Bin Podcast is part of the Relatively Geeky Podcast Network. Visit us at relativelygeekypodcast.blogspot.com or search Relatively Geeky or Quarter Bin Podcast in iTunes. I guarantee it'll be worth every penny all right we're back here on worst collection ever with our book for this week it is santa the barbarian from i don't even know what month this is from it's actually from december oh it is this is the only christmas one we've done that's from december i'm so proud <laughs> oh damn oh they got one thing right yeah. santa the barbarian number one from december 1996 and if you've never heard of santa the barbarian there's a reason there's a reason it's basically uh it's a, it, it's garbage well it's a garbage it's a garbage one shot from uh maximum press which from i think this was kind of like uh and i like you know and you look you can correct me if you want but i believe it's like an offshoot or some sort of it's connected somehow to i think top cow or image sure and it's like you know it's got like it's just like a random imprint that like places people like uh Rob Leafield. Well, it says it the so on the cover let's just talk about the cover real quick okay so on the cover we have a hulking santa but he is not the santa you know he is a bald gentleman and he is buff as fuck yeah he is old he has two swords on his back think deadpool he's holding a double bladed axe he's like a he's like a a white-haired bronze strowman yeah he's his sleeves have been ripped off for goldberg he's got uh you know the stuff around his wrists i'm assuming he's got blades in there he's got a big red nose he's just he looks like he wants to kill everyone he is a massive muscle and he is walking through the snow 
Yep, and that's it. That's just it. He's just glaring at you. That's it. That's all you get. Yep, that's it. And then you open this book, uh huh, and Ooh. it says, not on the splash page, but on the left hand side. So on the back cover, it back of the cover, it says, Rob Leefield presents Santa the Barbarian. And to... This is when we should have known to put this thing back. Hey, but I look, don't think we looked that far. See how many times we see feet. Oh, <laughs> uh, that it's really nice because he's usually in the snow. Well, he, yeah, exactly. He's not. Uh, he's not the artist. Uh, no. There's two stories in this book, and uh, one one's done by Dan Fraga, and the other one by Pop Mahan. Mahan. Mm, see, he published it. Is he under the tree? Yeah, he's a publisher. Yeah. He's a publisher, and I'm assuming I don't know who Sherry Leefield is. I'm assuming that's his wife. Sure. Or maybe not his wife, or maybe his mom. Maybe it's his mom. Maybe it's his sister. It's his know. mom. Let's just go with his mom. <laughs> it's mom. Mom Leifield. Leifield. Yeah, and it's just a, it's just a nice, slick little deal you get. Yeah. And so, so yeah. So this was December 1999. 96? 90, 99. 96. 96. So we start with our splash page here. Cabin, North Pole, Santa walking up to the thing. There's uh, call-out boxes, but... Mm-hmm. I don't know why they did this because they have all this space. A lot of space. And they're just tiny little call-out boxes. And I swear to God, the font's about six point. And it's written in, in like, script. Yeah. It's so fucking hard to read. You need a microscope to read this. Yeah, it's so tiny. And I'm like, why? You guys have tons of room. Like, you have a whole page. They were committed to doing it like this. Whoever is uh, Steve Dutro. And they were like, hey, the moon needs to be gigantic, but make the text really small. I think I read this North Pole here. North Pole I can read. Yeah. But I mean, like, they, I don't know why this whole first story is tiny, tiny, tiny text. Well, just, okay, just actually, just narration boxes. boxes. Yeah. Yeah. Narration boxes. So actually, the story is called Big Red Slay, and Slay is S L A Y. Uh huh. And basically, Santa walks in to the north pole and he is he ju- wants his list he's juiced and he's like I, you know he's repeating basically yeah, well, he's, he, he's yelling he, at the he's yelling at the the elves yeah he's like you know he knows when you've been sleeping he knows when you're awake so he's basically yelling that at the elves because they're like they're like don't tell me you're overworked give me my list god damn it you know and he's like bagom and he's like they gave him a three by five card and it's that's the nice list that's it. and they're like well, where's the naughty list and this is gigantic spool of like what appears to be golden paper yeah so apparently then the elf is like drowning in it he's like i've checked it everybody's naughty and that's when santa's like well time for me to fix this yeah let's get something more radical than won't we time to unwrap the gifts yeah and can we talk about santa's nose yeah it's always red I know, but like to the point where it doesn't even look like it's attached to his face. Yeah, it looks like it's separate. Like he's. It looks like it's like part. It, it kind of looks like it's a mask that goes with the beard. Like it's just real fucked. It up might looking. be, yeah. Uh, because it's bright red, but there's such a, a a stark line from where his actual skin is. It's just weird. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So Santa's like, well, if ever this is again, this is the Futurama. Uh huh. Where we have this the, is before Futurama. This, so this is before Futurama. So who knows? But this is the idea behind those Futuramas was Santa is uh, was a robot, and he was programmed to deter- determine who is naughty and nice, mm-hmm. and he determines that everyone is naughty. So now instead of Christmas, which they now call Xmas in the Futurama universe, only Xmas, uh, you have to like put up your Santa shields because he comes down and he murders everybody he can find 
because everyone is naughty. And that's literally basically what's happening in this book. Yep. Well, this is, he kind of kind of breaks, I guess, because he's like, everybody's naughty. Fuck it. So time to like lose my shit. And the, and the elves, though, are kind of like excited for this. So he's, he's kind of like, they should have watched out. They should have not cried. They shouldn't have. I warned them not to pout. And so Santa's getting his battle axe, his sword. What does his belt say? Naughty basher. He, he's putting a belt on and he just fucking loads up with weapons like he's a fucking Viking going to go raid a village. Yeah, he's got an axe. This, uh, this, uh, axe. He's like, now Santa Claus is going to go to town on their sorry butts and me and my sacred battle axe, Saint Nick. Yeah, and they're like, you the man, Santa. They literally say, you demand. Like we're, Because remember, it's 1996. It's the 90s. This is when we're, we're going, you demand. No, you demand. Yeah. That's how that's how that's how you greeted everybody. That's right. It was the nineties. Man, fuck the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Um, anyways. So he goes out to find his reindeer and it's only Rudolph because apparently they all got into bad chili. Jokes, people. Why didn't we saw show that? The the the, the reindeer's fucking shit. Well, I figured, I figured they have a fart joke right there. Oh. Oh, because he goes poot. Yeah, he means I mean steer, and Santa's like, huh, huh. but for some reason, so they're in the sleigh, and Santa's sleigh says "ho ho man," which makes me want some ho hos. Okay, wait, who's this person here? I think that's supposed to be Santa trying to breathe. Because no, Santa's up here. Is that an elf? Did yeah? Did he like sit on a on an elf? Maybe. I thought that was Santa trying to breathe from Rudolph's flaming butt. Oh, maybe. And his chilly mishaps. Yeah, so Rudolph is uh, breathing fire out of his nose. And he also talks like he's, like, sentient. He's just like, yeah, what's up, Santa? He's like, yeah, we ate shitty chili, dude. We ate shitty chili. And he goes, same itinerary. And somebody misspelled itinerary. Yes. It also... Rob so, Leafield, get a fucking dictionary. So, so this is where this gets weirder because the, the call-out, the narration boxes, now turn into the person... You know, instead of just being like, and Santa did this, Santa did that. Now it says, I was happy in my bed. Now it's a first person. It's hard to tell, but it does switch to first person. So whoever's telling us this is one of the people Santa is coming for. Yeah, well, you could have wrote in bigger font because well, I can't if you, read you, it. I, here, let me all just well, pull this, hold this to my nose. <laughs> and then it says, "Twas the night before Christmas, and it was Santa's intention to kill every last soul, even those on a pension. He started with my house. Oh, what bullshit. Yeah. Pension people. Yeah. Even those on a pension. No. He started with my house. This is where it switches, which was really bad luck because Santa can hit you like a freaking Mack truck. This guy's name was Gamora, I think it is. Sure. It says, I don't know what. Is this a, is this a, I a feel shot like I at the. I uh, should read this whole poem out loud because it's really terrifying. Uh, it's actually bad. So he smashes through this door. You know, I will. He kicks the guy's door down. And the guy's like, oh no, Santa's coming for me. And he, this dude's running down the hallway and he's like, I'm running down. Like everything rhymes in Hang these on. tiny narration boxes. Here, I'll, I'll, I'll read it. When he swore to impale me with his knives to the wall, I dashed away. Dashed away, dashed away down the hall. His eyes, how they twinkled. His fingers were, were hairy. hairy. Gross. Uh, and they better send me, the better to send me to the cemetery. And while he's saying this, by the way, Santa throws a dagger down the hallway and gets this guy in the back. He gets this guy in the back and the guy turns around and then he, Santa, snaps on top of him and shoves a piece of coal in his mouth and then lights it on fire, yeah, I think. Is that how coal works? I guess. I mean, it's kind of like charcoal. Maybe he's going to make a burger on his, it's out of this been guy's a, mouth. I have 
I'm not familiar with charcoal. I have usually used gas, gas grills, grills yeah. so I don't actually know. Don't you need lighter field fluid in order to do all this stuff? Maybe he had it. We didn't see it. I don't know. So maybe, yeah, maybe that was this guy's gives like I got you lighter fluid. Yeah. So Spray. he shoves a piece of coal in this dude's mouth and lights on fire, and then he runs away. And then he goes to find another guy. Oh, yeah. Let me read this. He came at me then with a lump of coal, stuffed into my mouth, and yelled, fire in the hole, which I'm assuming this, it was a, it's a, a it's like a napalm yeah, coal sure. or whatever. Napalm coal. He was savage and fierce, a bl- type. How is this guy still telling me the a story? A right bloody He's old dead. elf with an absolute, with an absolute gift for enjoying himself. Yeah. So, uh, Somehow, the guy who just died is continuing to tell us this story. Well, no, we don't know if this is the same guy. Yes, because it oh, says no, he guy... came to my house. Oh. I ran down the hall. And he shoved coal in his mouth and oh. yelled fire in the hole. So then Santa goes to find some redheaded guy with like a crazy mustache. And he literally chops him in the head. Like he hits him right here in the head with that. a battle axe. And that guy's dead. But apparently that's Simon Gotch. Santa's really happy about it. Uh, and then he stands on a pile of bodies and then, uh, with one guy who's literally impaled through the stomach with a humongous sword, like the sword from Berserk, if you've ever seen that anime. It's like a sword like out of Final Fantasy. Yeah. And he says, and he's like, happy Christmas to all and to all a big knife, hearty heart. And somebody is... Somehow that guy's still alive. Some guy that's still alive is like, just what I wanted. It looks like he just murdered a bunch of There's random dudes. There's a whole dudes. pile of bodies. And well, maybe Hitler. Uh, maybe Hitler. I think that he de- de- Hitler. that's definitely Hitler. Uh... Martin Van Buren, <laughs> uh, road warrior animal, I sure. think. Uh, I think there's a uh, monk in there. Yeah. This is Jason Momoa. Yeah. Like <laughs> he, murdered all, he murdered Jason Momoa. Yeah. And, and he's like, stand, like all these people, it's like a pile of bodies and there's boxes in the background. You're like, where'd the boxes come from? Oh, that's a good question. But notice. Oh, maybe he went to like a warehouse and just murdered a bunch of dudes. Yeah. He was, so he Including killed Hitler. All, he killed he went to the Hitler warehouse. Oh, he's like, oh, good. I'll just get this Hitler, this surplus Hitler and just stab him. It's like, let me, I'm going to start murdering these surplus Hitlers before anybody else sees them. Well, I mean, if you had surplus Hitlers, you probably would want to take them out. Well, that's like that Mr. Show sketch where they cloned a bunch of Hitlers to be uh, uh, indebted slaves to, uh, or I guess, indebt- sorry, not sorry, I would say slaves, but uh, indebted servants to a bunch of uh, Holocaust survivors oh, and their God. families. Okay. And so basically they would just have like a bunch of like dudes just with like Hitler you know haircuts and yeah. stuff and but they were just dressed in like other clothes and they would just they all have german accents no they oh, they didn't really yeah. talk they all kind of sounded regular and they would sometimes go to a you know like when they would Wait, have a chance they would go to german a bar was he austrian i don't know i'm uh, not up on my hitler you know what i don't want to look that up i don't care <laughs> yeah, yeah don't I, look it up i don't want that on my phone no don't don't, 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 don't be like oh, jen you heard you looked up hitler I'm like ah <laughs> i'm gonna get some real weird emails uh, you get some you get some like hey jen do you want to do that no no, 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 I don't. No, I don't. Hello, Jen. Would you like to join the alt right? No, thank you. No, thank I'm good. you. No, I'm good. Come good. Good guys. No, yeah. So I don't want that on my phone. So that's the end of story number one. That's how that ends. Part one end. We can talk about some of these ads later, but oh, we're going to talk about this because the, there, there is a large. The reason we are doing this is because I want to ask a certain question. Oh, great! But we'll ask it when we're. I'll done. have no answers. Oh no, no one has an answer. So part two is the night before Christmas or Xmas. Xmas, and it just uh, it's basically writer it just, artist Pop Mahan. Yeah, so Pop Mahan, who drew the first one, decided to 
draw and write the second one. Well, but it I'm looks really, a bit really glad that he decided to use larger narration boxes because I can actually read these. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Thank you. So yeah, so now we're in a cabin. We're in a cabin. Some kids are sleeping. I'm not going to read all these here, but no. So Santa uh, is just barbarian his way through the snow. He's got like knee pads on now. His hands are gigantic, huge. We're talking like the size of like VW well, he's, bugs. Th- well, he's kind of like he's a different different warrior santa here he's got a tattoo he's got santa yeah his tattoo says xmas rules but he's got some sweet ass knee pads he's got like a yeah. skull bet buckle it looks like it looks like he should be in the uh, mad max fury road yeah he really does yeah, yeah, yeah. i kind of like the santa better the center is better he also has weird glowing eyes which i'm not sure what's going oh maybe it's john oh maybe it is john this is he's shapeshifted nice um so he goes to the north pole i guess or he's going like he's trudging back i'm assuming back home to the north pole and the elves are there. Elves are there. And they're like, hey, Santa, you're treating us like slave labor, because that's what he does. And uh, we're not going to take it anymore. So we've taken to the streets. We found a cannon. Yeah, they did find a cannon. We are going to fight you. We're going to fight Santa. Uh, and Santa's like, bring it on, fucking elves. Santa's on, fuck off, elves. And they're like, he starts, you know, punching elves. Well, apparently Santa doesn't live at the North Pole in this one. He just trudges his way through snow to get his toys and he's like oh, where yeah. the fuck are my toys maybe he's like hey i he steals from these people so maybe he is like a viking coming to sack a village yeah uh and they're like we're not gonna take it anymore santa and he's like i'm bigger than you and they're like well don't worry we built tank yeah we built a tank so it's a robot a robot tank looks like the iron giant yep, yep. and they're like all right well now this is gonna you're gonna fight this robot and you just get like this ridiculous slash page of uh, gigantic fisted Santa fighting a, a robot with a huge underbite. Yeah. And uh, I kind of I think that's kind of cool. Actually, that's kind of a cool I kind of like this. That's a good picture. So they fight. There's a lot of like schmutz around here too. And it's, it's the way that it's it's kind of like just a lot of random black spots and yeah. stuff here. It just makes it look darker. Yeah. Hashtag dark. 90s. And then does it say something like that's not really Santa? Because there's like an elf standing by a tree. It was the night before Christmas. I'm sure that it was. Everybody was stumped because that ain't no Santa Claus. I'm assuming these are kids just looking at this or young elves. Or looking at an elf. Oh yeah, this is so. Apparently, Santa has won. Yeah, because these kids. I think these kids I, are doing. The I book. have a, a very important question about this last page. So Santa has won, and he blew up the village or lit it on fire. Or there's a lot of like smoking ruins. Uh-huh. I'm not sure how this happened. And then he's just sitting in this huge chair, and in front of him is this elf we've never seen before, and she's a very sexy babe. And she's like showing her ass. She's like, "Hey Santa, well she's just sitting. You want to jingle my bells? You're so hot. How about you put your candy cane into my elfin asshole? Like that's basically what's happening. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> elfin asshole. Like I don't know where did she even come from? I, she wasn't in anything Look else. The, how does how does her back? That's that actually way? My, that's my biggest concern. I'm that worried. I'm poor worried. Woman. I'm, it looks like Santa broke her back. He did. He put his fucking because she has there. zero waist. Yeah, she is just nothing but ass. Nothing but ass and torso. And tor. Well, yeah, and just like tits. And she's just. What is she even doing? She looks like she's trying to kiss his hand. Ooh, his dirty filth. Because yeah, because he got like all I this mean. dirt she, all over him because he murdered she, the village and I like, guess all the schmutz. She is presenting. She is wants it. She's like, put your gross candy cane, your old candy cane, into Ugh. my butt. 
Oh, no. That's what's happening in this picture. This is the end of the grand Christmas tale. Merry Christmas to all. Please don't send me hate mail. Because the person that wrote this, like the other pros, they're like, this "Oh, is- I don't want to rhyme anymore." And so they like they'd say, "Don't send me letters." And then there's or don't arrow. send me hate. Oh, yeah, don't send me hate letters. And then there's a little arrow that says, "Whoops, mail." Like, yeah, oh, because whatever. mail would rhyme, and you're like, "Eh." So that's it. That's it. But here is the beauty of this book. Uh huh. So that's it. And you'd be like, "Wow, Jen, that's awesome." That's great. What other stories do you have for us for Santa Barbarian? I got well, shit. Hold on, because you don't realize that there are one, two. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve pages of ads after the end of that story. Yeah, ads for uh, Marvel, or not Marvel, but uh, well, for some, some well, there are, well, maximum. There's, a, there's Captain America on the back. Well, there's like crossovers apparently that happen that I don't. I don't know. Maybe we should read those. Well. So this is my question. Yes. Why? Why would you even create this? If I don't know. I mean, for that much advertising, or are we padding it? Did you not have enough? Did a story fall through? I think this was just totally intended just to do a bunch of shitball stories, throw these in here, and then just do a bunch of ads and just be like, "Hey, here's much cool shit." Because it's, it's Christmas, and people maybe aren't. Yeah, maybe it's just. I mean, they're not going to do another Santa Barbarian. No. You know, so they knew they knew exactly what, what this was going to be. Or maybe they thought they could do a Santa the Barbarian, an additional one. Well, it's a test. Maybe it's a test thing. I don't know. I mean, I, don't, I mean, I'm not reading it. No, I'm never going to read. This I'm not again. reading this in '96. It was, no, it was garbage. Uh, my question just is, just like, what? Why? Fuck it. Fuck it. Like, if you're going to publish something under this imprint, like, yeah, Rob Liefeld's is finally like it whatever. Be better. You could have some fun, but apparently, you know. In fucking Fullerton. I will say, uh, Rob Liefeld, uh, so apparently, okay. <laughs> yeah, in Fullerton. Yeah, we're out here. We, we can go to Fullerton. We can find this place. Yep. Who writes to Santa the Barbarian. I'm going to go. Yeah, you could also email him at AOL.com. Or you could email him. It's, it's Come X- serve! XTRM3882 at AOL.com. Or there's a bunch of numbers at CompuServe. Yeah, like I like the CompuServe address is seven five six six four comma seven or two zero seven. Yeah, at CompuServe. I'm like, that's not a real thing, is it? I don't know. Is that how CompuServe email address was? You know what? I don't know. I don't know nothing of CompuServe. Hmm. That was a, I remember that was a uh, that was a server. I think right. I think uh, that was like it was like if you had a. Uh, like back in the day when you had all i know is it doesn't exist anymore i mean maybe it doesn't but it was like when you had like for instance like when i my first internet provider was something called buffnet oh, which okay. was like buffalo internet per service with that and so that was before you got like you know verizon and all sure. that stuff and some people have that like where you have like you know a verizon address or whatever and i think that's kind of like what this is but why would you have a comma in an email address that's so weird yeah um i've never seen that no but apparently santa barbarian was a he made his first appearance in a trading card in a wizard magazine which uh rob leafield drew and he also drew a foot do you see that he, he actually, drew one foot he drew then, one foot then he drew a sexy babe in front of the other foot we also drew her foot, one foot. Yep. He drew two feet. It's probably better when they're not like standing. Well, like, this one's standing. Well, yeah, but he's got a boot on. It's a very big boot. Yeah, it's it the was... biggest boot. Well, yeah, he. It's not even. It might as well not even be a foot. Let's be honest. Yeah, that's kind of just like a trunk. <laughs> it is. It's just like a. It's just like a stump. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he made his first appearance in a chromium trading card because hot damn, chromium. Uh, <laughs> it's the nineties. It was an early issue of Wizard. I used to read Wizard a lot. Wizard's cool. I like Wizard. I miss Wizard. I have some old Wizard books. Maybe we should pull those out. 
look through those. Oh man. Yeah, and we then we get some. I'll just go through some of these real quick. We have a uh, maximum press coming attractions. Just a bunch of garbage. 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 Uh, we have a, that book Glory. Remember Glory? Oh, did I buy that? We bought it, but we gave it away. Yeah, we got rid of we that. Got rid of it because it was like basically Be- like a one, like a white haired Wonder Woman. It was a, a Wonder Woman patriotic John Cena woman. <laughs> hey, honey, it's okay. Uh, we just like, bought a vaporizer because it's um, drier than the Sahara in California right now. Yeah, and uh, so we've got this stupid uh, humidifier, and the cats are scared of it. It's not stupid. No, it's not. It's actually very fun, and it changes color. But cats are scared of it because no. they're weird. So yeah, we have uh, you know we have some upcoming stuff here. I like I like this is like this is most extreme. It's just it's just such ninety shit. Oh yeah, like. Uh, here we go. Cybrid number one, trained by the clan of the Quiet Palace to be a master assassin, created by a corporate entity known as the Sinosure. Sinosure? To become a biomorphic entity in their service, the Cybrid is a fugitive from everything he has known. And I'm assuming Cybrid here just looks like just he's standing on a bunch of skeletons. Of course he is. And he's just lots because of it's sticky outy. Fucking 90s. Yeah. What a nightmare. Shaft number one. Supreme number 44. Oh, boy. That's like... Uh, ooh, Alan Moore apparently wrote some of this. Mm-hmm. Jump on the book that everyone is talking about. Can we? No. Let's not. Yeah. Let me get some ads here. We got The New Men. Adventures of the New Men. I'm bored by that. <laughs> uh, Shaft, which was basically uh, Rob Leefield's... The most popular member of Youngblood. Because that was Youngblood. Uh, Youngblood was Robbie Field's, like, Avengers, Extreme Avengers mm-hmm. thing. Look at, look, at, look, at those, look at that. Look at those boots. I'm more interested in the Shaft toy from Extreme Toys. Yeah, coming That's soon. on the next page there. That has a built-in bullet belt around his thigh. Well, that's where the bullets go. I know. I kind of... It says coming soon. Do you think they ever made it? Oh, yeah. Oh, you can man, find. You can probably find. You can find that garbage. You can find this in a bin somewhere. Oh, that'd be so cool. Maybe we should look for it. I also do like uh, profit and, and cable. Cable, which I normally wouldn't care so much, but I'm looking at cable here. Cable is wearing his space outfit. Mm. There was a, a space. There, there was a Marvel. Uh, there was a uh, X Force toy that came out. I think it was. I think this was Cable Two, and he wore this brown. Or it was basically this orange brown and blue space outfit and that's what this is he's actually wearing and i'm like and i'm like when the hell did this guy would he ever wear this because like being I, I didn't read cable and x-force on a regular but like he can't tell me he had this many outfits i mean he's always he's got you know he's got the he's like barbie that way he was like barbie cable was pretty much he had barbie. An outfit for every occasion he's got a new bullet belt you know <laughs> i mean who cable with new hat <laughs> he might as well have had a new hat That'd be cool. Cable with new guns. Literally, because you have cable with new guns. Here, no, here's, here's the thing about the cable toys. Mm-hmm. Like, they would sell the cable toys and be like, look, cable's got a sweet gun and it moves. Ooh, new gun. You couldn't get, like, the first cable toy, that, actually, cable was the first, the, the original cable uh, toy biz figure was the first toy uh, Marvel toy biz toy that I purchased. Oh, okay. And that kit toy came with a gun that uh, the, the barrel spinned. Ooh. But he also came with a karate chop. Very exciting. But subsequent cables did not have karate chops. They just no had karate gun. chopping action. He did not do any kung fu. Well, that's just he just had bullshit. a gun that moved. That's bullshit. So yeah, but that's yeah. There's cable wearing that, and then what else we got here? Uh, there's a uh, Cabot Blood Hunter. 
Ugh. Drawn by Rick Vettich, which looks that, just like that, the Cybrid, but I don't that know. That is just, to me, from here, that's just a mess. That is just barf. That's literally just a gray lump of just lines. It's just... <laughs> is, this, is, this Justice, is this a Justice League movie? Yeah, that's basically what Cyborg looks like in the Justice League. <laughs> it is. It it's of... just a mess. Oh, man, the Cyborg... I just take a picture of like, man, the Cyborg reboot is... Uh... Sucks ass. Can we also talk about the next page where Hulk has awesome, like, 90s anime hair? He does, actually. Where it's, like, parted down the middle and perfectly straight. And when when did Hulk have hair? This is 96, so this is when Joe Lop- This is, like, around Heroes Reborn-ish. Mm. So apparently it was Hulk versus the Avengers, and uh, Jeff Loeb and Robbie Phil drew something, and you see, like, let's see, you see Thor's hammer, Captain America's part of Captain America's shield, you see an arrow, and then a sword. I don't know whose sword that is. I'm assuming swordsman. I don't know. They're all ready to cut up the Hulk who's got sweet anime hair and he's the Hulk. So that's that one. Maybe I've never seen that in any boxes or anything. And then last, uh, I think this is it. No, we got more, I think. But uh, then you have, uh, what else is this? Uh, Evangeline Armageddon, which I can't even tell what the fuck is going on in here. I just see like a chick who's like naked, but then there's fire. This babe is wearing like. Does she have wings or does something behind her have wings? I think she has wings, wingy, and she's cutting on like a like some. There's some demons they're fighting, and they got green blood. Yeah, that 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 looks a mess. Yeah, I can't can't handle that. And then uh, then you have a, a profit toy. So profit was the uh, the hotness for a while. Uh, Stephen Platt, I think, drew that, and that made that made it was a big deal for him because he had that Rob Liefeld, uh, Todd McFarlane style that everybody loved, and this was one of his. One of his dudes, I think. Mm-hmm. And that I, I like his hat because it's gigantic. Yeah. And I don't know what purposes it serves, but he has a gigantic hat. And then uh, Alan Moore is supreme, chronicling the event monthly adventures of the most powerful man in the universe. Isn't that Superman? It should be. It looks like he just... That's another one of those blocky muscle men. It looks like he ripped apart like an he alien also- dog. Can we just talk about how everything is perfectly detailed except for his crotch? It yeah, he has no like dick. It, it, he has nothing. It's just perfectly blank. There's not even just like, there's nothing. There's no bump. There's no, he has no groin. He has no groin. It's just flat. Actually, I would be like if Supreme was the He's book. Like, the, 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 the most... subtitle for the book was just The Man with No Groin. <laughs> I'm so powerful. Except just, for my it groin. Just, it is just a lot of My pe- groin is my Achilles heel. Well, I just would like it if people just threw footballs at his groin. He was like, ha ha, you can't hit me there. For I have no groin. I have no groin. You can't shoot me at my groin. Fuck it, you. It is just a depression. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then it's just like it, like if you're walking along and you would come to a ditch. <laughs> that's what my groin is. Could, yeah. Can we get a it's mar- negative space? Ooh, anti. Is it antimatter? Is the yes. antimatter universe in Supreme's groin? Or the anti-monitor lives in Supreme's groin? Oh man, that would be a great DC reboot. Reboot. He's like, hello. And everybody's like, whoa. He's like, what happened to the antimonitor? He's like, I'm in this groin. Ah. Yeah, I was like, oh shit. <laughs> crisis on infinite groins <laughs> infinite groins <laughs> infinite groins <laughs> how does that even work it's just like like groins just like put together like tiles or like what are we even yeah it's just a, that's that's a new multiversity it's just a bunch of bunch of bunch of crotches or is it gonna be like when they flip over the map like, yeah like they did it in uh oh in metal, in metal they're just like groins it's just groins and it's like, look, that's the groin they're from like, Earth-X. <laughs> they're like, this is where the evil comes from. They're like, oh, okay. Ah, that looks like... Uh, Don't slut you know, shame. It's like, hmm, let's see. We'll see if we get, uh, Batman, Batman's just like, I know those groins. Okay, that's... Uh, those are all my bat groins. The bat, my, oh, that's my groin. 
<laughs> this is my groin, but that's so. So this the is universe bad. is this one. Is, this two. is groin the drowned. <laughs> <laughs> this is groin the awesome. You know, groin the tormentor. So groins one, three, seven through ten, and forty-five are my groins. <laughs> so I also see I cloned uh, my groins. That, well, that, some that, people, that's Dick Grayson's groin. I know that groin. Some people clone Hitler. I clone groins. <laughs> <laughs> and then the little blurb is like it's growing grabbingly good. <laughs> Homer Simpson's just smiling at the very bottom. Growing grabbingly. Oh man, I'm so proud of myself. <laughs> this is our finest moment. It really is. <laughs> so that's it for Santa the Barbarian number one from December 1996. Would you ever read? No. Okay. <laughs> I don't even think there is an X issue of this. There can't be. Would you want to seek out his first appearance on a chromium card? You know, if I found a card of Santa the Barbarian, I'd be very excited. I wouldn't buy it, but I would look at it. I'd be like, oh man, here it is. And that would be the end of it. If that. it was 10 cents, I might buy it. If it's 10 cents, sure. Yeah, I'm not bothering. No. This, is, this is going in the garbage. Yeah. <laughs> I have to find a creative way to get rid of this. Yeah. <laughs> I really do. Because I kind of want, want, want somebody to find it by mistake and be like, ah! wrap a present with it Ooh, oh man see if my class if, I, if we were doing man if my work was doing like a secret elephant uh, or elephant oh, surprise yeah that'd be white fun. elephant what are they called white elephants yeah white elephant secret elephant a secret elephant i would just wrap you know what i would have just wrapped a bunch of shit comics yeah including this and on the co- on the top and people would just be like oh fuck they'd be like thanks a lot sean Nobody thanks a lot who gave me the santa the barbarian no one where's this guy's groin no one <laughs> no one would be happy no that's the worst gift it's the worst gift i would be fired yeah sean you've ruined our holiday yeah, christmas sean, you ruined the white elephant well i probably would have is i probably end like, up but like that guy doesn't have a groin probably like my like the higher up like if i was still uh at sideshow and we yeah. used to go there we probably one of the higher up managers would have gotten it and oh, be like, you be like, ruined everybody's like, oh, my son was killed by Santa. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> my son also died when Santa threw a dagger into his back. He was a he was in a he was an extra in Silent Silent Night Deadly Night. <laughs> he died on film and his career never recovered. How dare you give this to me? Also, where's this guy's groin? <laughs> well, I guess that's it for this episode. Yeah, we will. Uh, be coming back after christmas yes we have uh i don't know if we'll do we'll probably just do a regular book i feel like we'll just do a regular yeah book. We'll, well yeah we'll get back to it because we've we've exhausted how you can't really go much further we found some more christmas stuff yeah because we were doing a thing we found a, a legends of the dark knight mm-hmm. um i do have a handful of dc we christmas should do specials that. and we, uh, marvel we, christmas specials that's true we could save that legends of the dark knight for next year well, we also we have that it. adventures of superman where it's just a sad woman uh, and a oh yeah at, where she's homeless a homeless sad woman which i'm like what is this about which did you ever read that one yes what happens so she works at the daily planet and she can't afford rent so she like sleeps in the storeroom does she is she in there when superman changes real quick and he's like whoops i didn't see you there no no it did nothing like that it's just it, it's stupid it's one of those like Oh, this is what Christmas is really about. What, sleeping yeah. in the storeroom? No, that's all about, sad. like, helping people less oh. fortunate. Oh, it's kind of like that Captain Adam comic where uh, the homeless man gets burned alive. Oh, it's exactly like that. Because <laughs> you know what happens is they're just like, oh, no, poor people. And they, like, just drag her out and they let her on fire. That's... <laughs> <laughs>
I shouldn't be laughing. No. But I almost feel like that's the thing that DC would do and be like, guys, this is a good book. Pay yeah. attention. We're saying something here. I'm like, fuck off. Well, Merry Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have a great holiday. <laughs> uh, hope you guys get a bunch of cool shit. Yeah. Uh, if you celebrate, if you're celebrating Hanukkah when you listen to this, hope you guys are getting the cool shit. Yeah. You know, and uh, or just ha- just enjoying happy, the holiday. Happy holidays. Yes. Enjoy happy, the holidays. Enjoy the time. Happy Hanukkah. Of- Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Solstice. I don't know. Festivus. Ra- Festivus. If you, if you think- celebrate a fictional holiday from Seinfeld, by, by all means. Yeah. Uh, I think Ramadan's coming up. Yeah. Maybe. So all the holidays happy new year etc yeah well we'll be back for the new year yes so. we will we'll uh we'll, we'll have some more to talk about so well thanks for listening folks have a great holiday and we'll talk to you again soon bye, bye.